You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This, this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. And kind of speaking of the run game, time to switch over. But now we're talking Packers offense versus Bucks defense. And with that Packers Aaron Jones was the the light of all things this past weekend um what was it 132 yards the man just stomped his way all the way through uh so do you have how much faith do you have in this Packers run game versus this Bucks defense and you kind of gave the Bucks run stop defense a a little bit of credit but they could be better um but they also are top of the league of, of not allowing teams to find the end zone. So what's the Packers secret here? I'm going yeah, to that's the thing. That question as well. And just add yes, in the fact that Ahim kicks is out. Mm-hmm. So does yeah. that maybe elevate their run game because they are going to rely heavily on it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is with the Packers, the Packers are really impressive in a lot of ways because they said, they called their shot before the Bears game. They were like, we, after the disaster in Minnesota, they were like, we have to get 28 and 33 the ball. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon's got calves for the gods, or quads for the gods. <laughs> yeah, quads for the gods. Um, Aaron Jones is a really tough runner. Like, I watched him break so many tackles on Sunday night. You would have thought he was A.J. Dillon with, with you know, the trunk that he has. Um, got him really getting into some, yeah, I'm opening myself up for some, whatever we're fine <laughs> some nice Long, little clips there the really drunk in the quads sometimes. for the gods <laughs> the quads for the gods yeah no so um they're gonna lean really heavily on that still because they're still trying to figure out what they have in their receivers their receivers are young and new and Aaron just doesn't have Rogers just doesn't have the chemistry that he did um Devontae Adams leaving I mean that's 25 percent of the team's touchdowns last year so yeah. that like that walked out the door with him and then um, there's just there's a lot of learning curve there. I feel like for a lot of these young players, and and the only thing that's gonna really bring them along is more reps. But I think that they found a way to get them on the field, get them you know going full speed, and they can kind of sprinkle them in. But while they do that, they can rely on this tandem of two backs and the tandem of backs. They like I just said they they called their shot against the Bears, and then they did it. Aaron Jones not only had 132 yards and a rushing touchdown, he also had a receiving touchdown. A.J. Dillon touched the ball 16 times that game. I mean, the Packers won the time of possession by like, I think it was like a ratio of like two to one because the Bears ran 41 offensive plays. It was absolutely outrageous. Like they just controlled the entire game because they stayed on the ground mm-hmm. and they, you know, they did what worked and all that kind of stuff. So like they're going to try to do that again because they kind of have no choice. And I think that this Bucks defense is going to be wise, and this is going to sound crazy, but to, like, try to make Aaron throw the ball. And, like, don't let 
these guys bounce to the outside, AJ Dillon and, and Aaron Jones. And that's the thing is like, I asked Aaron Jones after the game against the bears, I was like, did you know, because he only had five touches against the Vikings the year, the, the week before, mm-hmm. I was like, did you know that you're going to be featured a little bit more? And he was like, honestly, no, like we knew that we were going to get the ball, meaning him and AJ Dillon, we were going to get the ball. We don't know the split. The coaches don't know the split. Nobody knows the split until you get in the game and things, you know, kind of uh, start moving along and you see who has the hot hand. And like, when you have that luxury, then yeah, you can still keep defenses guessing, even if they know you're going to run the ball. So that's the issue there. I think you're, you know, this is going to be, you still have your run stoppers up front. And I know that Levante David, and I talked to Levante about it today. He like, he's well aware um, because of course Todd is, Todd Bowles is well aware and Casey Rogers and Larry Foote, the defensive coordinators, they know what they're about to face. Um, but Levante is ready and willing. And he's one of the best sideline to sideline linebackers in the league. Probably is the best sideline. I don't, what am I saying? One of them. He is the best. <laughs> he's that dude. Um, he is that dude. And I wish that people would wake up to that. I still, I still carry that cross for him. Um, but I mean, Devin has been getting a lot more involved in the pass rush, but I mean, they're definitely going to need him to at least to get into the backfield and get to these guys. Uh, but I'm not worried about the front. I'm not worried about those guys. And then, you know, you have, Anthony Winfield Jr. who just likes to hit people um so he's going to come down in the box and he gets to play all over he's got that he's in that nickel safety role or a nickel corner role as a safety um but that allows him to kind of come down into the box too and they're they're going to do a lot of different things too with coverages so I don't know we're going to see um it's going to be very interesting but like it's like I said it's going to be I think like your plan of attack is to actually make Aaron try and throw the ball yes and he's been holding it a lot more this season uh, if you've watched the last few games of his, he doesn't look comfortable. And it's because, you know, his receivers, he's not comfortable with them yet. Mm-hmm. So and he doesn't like to be hit. I think they're getting him. They're getting him at the right time. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. 38 years old too. Like he's like, mom, you don't want to get hit. <laughs> I don't, don't want to get like hit. hit. You were here. You were in Tampa when, when the, the Bucks sacked him, what, four times in a game. And then he was just like pissed and done with it. But I mean, at that point, what do you What's do? What's funny is, uh, so the last, so the two times the Bucks have faced, Aaron Rodgers, this coaching staff. So Todd Bowles as defensive coordinator has have faced the Packers. Um, it was the NFC championship game. And then that week six game that earlier that season in the NFC championship game, they sacked Aaron Rodgers five times in that week six game. They sacked him four. Yep. So they, they sacked him out of the game. Like they would have had more if they didn't pull, they pulled Rodgers that game because they were behind. He had gotten sacked too many times. They legitimately pulled him for the backup and they sacked him out of the game. And I was, yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was an amazing performance. <laughs> so hopefully maybe they can do it again. Tom one time and it was not with the bucks. Uh, I, I mean, the record between these teams is, is more so in favor of the bucks. It is very interesting that you mentioned about Rogers and making him throw because Aaron Rodgers is only averaging 5.3 air yards per passing attempt. That's the second lowest in the league. And I'm wondering because of what we saw from this Bucks defense last week, specifically the secondary, these resurrected grave diggers with these turnovers <laughs> and interceptions that they're that they're getting. Carmen, how are the Packers going to match up with the secondary? Can they? Yeah. No, I mean, that it definitely favors them. And listen, the uh, creativity that's going on in the back level of this Bucks defense this year with those three, that three safety rotation in Keanu Neal, Logan Ryan, 
Antoine Winfield Jr. You got Mike Edwards getting in the mix. Like all of those safeties playing all of these different roles and kind of moving around that back level. It's so confusing for quarterbacks. And you can see that. Um, and so I think that Aaron's going to have a tough time because I think these receivers are going to have a tough time. And you also have a better rotation on the outside because you've got now three really, really solid outside corners in Jamel Dean, Carlton Davis, and then Sean Murphy Bunting. And let's not forget, Jamel Dean has had some success about like from with Aaron Rodgers. And this was, you know, two years ago in 2020, he gets the only the third pick six ever off of Rodgers in his career. Um, and Rodgers had that, that week six game in 2020, Rodgers had the third lowest passer rating he's ever had. Um, so these guys kind of not, I don't want to say I'm knocking on wood. Like they all, I don't know if they have this number. They're obviously going to do certain <laughs> things. Rodgers is not going to stand by and just be like, yeah, you can just do that to me. Um, he's going to figure some stuff out. Yeah. I, I asked him after the game on last Sunday, cause I noticed there was a lot more, like you're talking about these air yards. There's a lot more short kind of high completion throw, high completion rate throws that he's throwing, the short, quick passes. And I asked him, like, coupled that with how much they ran the ball, I was like, was that on purpose to kind of help bring your receivers along and maybe get them a little bit more confidence by making sure that they could make those plays? And, you know, with every every pass completion, you know, these rookies will get more and more confident. Mm -hmm. Um, And he took that opportunity, actually, to kind of turn it more on himself. And the way he made it sound was, uh, no, I didn't really have anything open down the field and I couldn't make those throws and I need to be better. Uh, oh. So I think he's coming oh, in with wow. a chip on his shoulder. Oh, okay. And yeah, he's coming in with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. So like if the run doesn't work, he's going to try and force some of these passes. And uh, given the rookies and maybe the guys that are a little bit newer to that offense, um, they, it might make them a little bit prone to mistakes, especially when you're considering how confusing this Bucks back level can be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. And I'm actually glad that you mentioned that because sometimes you saw, I think pick apart might be a little too dramatic, but sometimes you saw the Bucks defense get a little confused and picked apart, if you will, when teams would just start throwing underneath on them over and over mm-hmm. and over again. And it took a minute to get acclimated and readjust. With that said, you know, say Bucks shut down Jones and Dylan. Then you have these young receivers. I mean, my favorite young receiver that came out of the draft was Christian Watson. And I was so mad that he ended up in a Packers uniform. So that's still a very touchy subject for me. (laughs) Outside of that, Romeo Dubs. So you have these question marks. What happened? What's going down? Is there any chance that we're going to see more action out of Robert Tanyan? Like he was a Mm go-to guy in what, 2020 and found the end zone 11 times as a tight end and Red zones and tight ends, they're kind of in this very romantic tango that all of us love to see, <laughs> I love that. you know, and I thought, even though I was rooting for the Vikings, I'm not going to lie because I'm really obsessed with go- what's going on with their offense right now. Um, but I thought that they were going to start lighting up Tanya to get those yards and find the end zone and get that score back up. So is that a guy that we might see versus the Bucks if the run game gets, you know, eliminated or minimized and the wide receiving core is not very useful? 
Yeah, it's interesting. Rogers kind of leans on his tight ends and his running backs, uh, even in the passing game. So that's why mm-hmm. you see, you know, A.J. Dillon, bo- like both A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones are receiving threats. Um, they're right. very good at that. And I think that if you can't, if they can't get them running, that doesn't necessarily mean that they can't get them involved in the passing game. And so far this season, we've seen Rodgers lean more on them than he has on Robert Tunyon. Now Robert Tunyon is coming back from injury from last season. So I don't know if that's maybe more of a symptom of him just not being full hundred percent, not trusting his knee a little bit. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. The Packers are having some issues though. Um, On top of their receivers being new and young, uh, they're also kind of hurt. So uh, today at Packers Mm. practice, um, everybody was, a lot of receivers that weren't playing, that weren't uh, practicing, that were limited. Uh, Romeo Dobbs kind of he- headlined the available available uh, <laughs> receivers, essentially. I, yeah, you're right. I can't talk either. But um, <laughs> Romeo Dobbs did have a really great play. His his specialty, too, is kind of that those yards after the catch. And the, the Packers receivers, going back again to the air yard stat you brought up, Haley, um, they – these receivers can get yards after the catch too. So Aaron doesn't really have to air it out necessarily for them to have the big play. Like in the game against the bears, the Packers went down because of a penalty and a sack. They were faced with a second and 28 situation. Um, That should be a death sentence for any drive. If you're at second and 28, Uh, but a one little screen pass Romeo Dobbs and all of a sudden they gained 20 yards. And then the pass to Randall Cobb, who has been a favorite of Aaron Rodgers, a target, a favorite target of Aaron Rodgers. One play later, gets them the first down and then oh hey two plays later they're in the they're in the end zone so where they should have been dead in the water they turned that in because of just kind of some ingenuity and some resourcefulness and these guys just making plays when they have to so I don't want to count these guys out um at, at all either but I don't know I mean I still think that you could still get AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones involved in the passing game if the running game isn't working I don't know. So far, we have not seen Robert Tunyon be Robert Tunyon or that that he was in that role a couple years ago. It's interesting, and I'm so happy that you mentioned the guys who are out. Because there were actually six guys on the do not participate uh, injury report today for the Packers. Three of them were wide receivers, Randall Cobb, Sammy Watkins, Christian Watson. Cobb listed as did not participate just because of illness. So that could maybe, you know, uh, go away. He might get better. You know, who knows what's going on there. Um, But Watkins and Watson are both did not participate because of hamstring. And then you also have, excuse me, also Alan Lazard (laughs) because of ankle. And then Mercedes Lewis the tight end because of a groin. Who are we actually going to see out there? Do you have any insights for us, Carmen? Like, who do you think will actually participate in Sunday's game? I mean, I think that, I mean, Alan Lazard has been dealing with his injury and he came back and he was fine. I think this is more kind of giving him rest and putting him on a pitch count during the week uh, Mm -hmm. so that he can be available on Sundays uh, for Aaron Rodgers because they're, you know, rediscovering their, bond and their chemistry um and he's supposed to be the Packers number one receiver at this point I do think that we'll see I'll be interested to see because you said it was the hamstring injuries for Sammy Watkins and Christian Watson um I did we did see some really good things between Rodgers and uh Sammy Watkins in the game against the Bears one was kind of a garbage time whatever but just you know kind of getting them used to each other 
And Rogers was very complimentary about Sammy after after the game and talking about how they're, you know, they're scratching the surface with him and he's really excited as to what kind of player he can be for them. So I would I would bet that he go I don't know how serious the hamstring injury is. I mean, these guys are very they'll say it's a hamstring and you know they're downplaying it as much as possible. That's just the nature of it. Um, but obviously I wasn't up at uh, you know, in Green Bay today because I was at the Bucks. So don't hey. have a ton of insight, but I would also think that I mean, you're going to get a lot of these guys uh, that are going to go either way because uh, they know that they're going to be needed.